Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day. is your feel-good radio fresh 107.9 fm Bogota. great morning to you wherever you're listening to us from uh today monday the 29th of march 2021 is the first working day uh, incidentally uh we're kickstarting the week with the remaining days or uh, the few remaining days as far as the month of march is concerned uh, it's been 89 year 88 days gone already as far as the year 2021 is concerned i'm sure you're saying our time flies but trust me uh, there's still a number of days left, a number of opportunities for you to uh, get things right, whatever the situation is with you, uh, whether it is changing the narrative, whether it is continuing on the path that you're in. Trust me, 
Uh, like I always say, every moment, every day, every second even, offers different opportunities for you uh, to change the narrative if things are not going too great. As your Monday morning going, it's great to know you're there joining us this morning, whether you're at work, at home, or you're somewhere where the speakers are logged on the dial, 107.9. It's Pharrell Williams with the song Happy, kickstarting things this Monday morning. Are you happy this morning? I am. Um, there are a number of conversations going on across uh, the country. Uh, it promises to be another activity field week. I'm sure a number of you uh, got the chance to see the um, dailies already this morning. I was live a couple of hours ago to talk about stories on the dailies, as expected. Uh, a number of conversations went on from last week, talks about the uh, planned rehabilitation of the refinery, talks about uh, COVID-19 vaccination, that talks about the possibility of a strike by resident doctors in the country. They say that they could start a total and indefinite strike on the 1st of April. That's some days from now. Uh, that offers opportunity to probably avert that strike. We'll see how that pans out. But trust me, uh, there are a number of things I'll be getting to talk about this week. Security. Whew. That's another conversation going on across uh, various platforms. At Fresh FM, I built on Twitter. That's where you get to talk to us. Uh, we're live on YouTube, live on Facebook. We're live everywhere. Feel free to join the conversations and we'll be glad to hear from you. Incidentally, um, this morning we'll be taking a break from, you know, a lot of the regular conversations that we've been having for a couple of weeks now. Uh, this uh, morning, I'll be joined by the Honorable Commissioner for Physical Planning and Urban Development here in Ogun State, Town Planner Tunji Odunlami. Uh, he's in the studio already. He'll be joining us in a minute or two as we get to talk about um, Town Planning and Urban Development in Ogun State, where we are at, where we are headed. I know there were plans, and I know there are plans uh, from the Ministry on the East Stewardship. We're getting to uh, talk to him this morning on the program it promises to be an exciting conversation it's platform this monday on fresh 107.9 fm good morning Thank you for joining us this Monday platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. I bet that is the first installment uh, for the week. Uh, it's the penultimate edition of the program for the month of March because uh, uh, March has 31 days, does it? Yeah, Wednesday will still be March. So we do this Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 to 11. Thank you for joining us this morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Because, you know, the conversation is live across all social media platforms. Do join us. Use the hashtag platform. We'll be glad to hear from you. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at One Wally Bakari, across, across all social media platforms. That's where you can also link up with us. Remember, you can listen to us live on the go via the Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkota application. You download that on Google Play Store. You get to listen to us live. You catch up with podcasts of previous programs if you miss the programs for one reason or the other. I did say... Uh, that the Honourable Commissioner for Physical Planning and Urban Development will be joining the program this morning. He's in the studio already. Uh, TPL Tsunjo Dulami is with us this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Great to good see morning, you. Wally. Good morning, to have you join us this Monday. Hope you're good. Uh, I was um, trying to calculate. I know it's been over a year since you were sworn in. Uh, I think January, was it? Last yeah, year. January, January, January last year. Yeah. Um, I know COVID came in. Uh, to disrupt a number of plans, but uh, it's been over a year. What has the 
How has the journey been for you, uh, the arms of affairs of the Ministry of uh, Physical Planning and Urban Development? What's the exp- what has the experience been for you? Well, it's been, uh, thank you, Wale. It's been, uh, and good morning, um, good people of Ogun State. Uh, I'm glad to be here this morning uh, for this conversation. Um, the last one year, well, uh, it's been a mixed bag mm. um, where well, the challenges are there, uh, but we thank God that uh, we keep going. Um, as they say, they say a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step, mm-hmm. taking the first step, second, third, and we are going. And then we focused uh, at achieving, uh, you know, the purpose for which uh, that ministry was established. Mm-hmm. Just before we get into uh, particular issues, I know that um, at the at the start of the journey, as you say, uh, there were uh, there were targets. Uh, there were plans. Uh, I'm sure you looked at Ogun State and felt uh, this is what you envisioned the state to look like. And uh, that's something you're working towards. How far away are we from uh, this target of yours or what you envisioned the state to look like? Well, well thank you. Um, well, the vision is not uh, our vision. It's not my vision. Uh, rather, it's the vision of... Uh, the governor of the state, mm-hmm. uh, Prince Dr. Dakwabio Demefar. Um, he has, um, you know, the uh, vision uh, where he wants, what he wants to see the physical landscape of Ogun State to look like. And um, so, having, uh, you know, that focus, he has asked us to come. And the vision really is to um, rewrite the narrative of the physical development of Ogun State. Um, if you've been very observant, uh, you will find that sometimes you wonder whether there are planners or there is planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find like just you, you raised um, people building on river channels, people building just uh, whatever they like, people trading on roadsides. You know, um, general you know um, the generation of the environment, and so he has this vision that we must reverse the narrative more so when. Uh, the mantra is to make Ogun uh, State a uh, destination for not only for investors, but for people to come and live, uh, to come and work, to come and relax. And you can't do that in an environment that is a chaotic, mm. uh, that does not look organized. And so um, give us that mandate and we'll be pursuing that. Um, quite a, a mix, a potpourri as it were. But the first thing is that uh, there was a need to restructure um, the apparatus of town planning in Ogun State. And when I mean restructuring, we need to um, look at what we, at what was and then where uh, we want to be and what we need to do uh, to get there. Now, uh, hitherto, we had the ministry um, and then we, have, we had this one agency, it's called the ministry, it's Ministry of Physical Plan and Urban Development. And then we had this agency called Urban Regional Planning Board. Yeah. Well, that board is actually weighed Wait, waited down. We were saddled with so much and you could only uh, do so little uh, because of the challenges that uh, each, uh, every one of the responsibilities that were given to it uh, was supposed to perform. Um, so there were quite some um, uh, inertia in some aspects of the, of the function. And so the, the intention is to make uh, you know, that body more functional and making it more functional to deliver to, um, deliver the vision of His Excellency, there's a need to unbundle uh, that agency. And okay. so, um, we went ahead to unbundle that agency as it were, 
Uh, that agency used, used to be uh, responsible for the approval of plans. That's that's what most people are you know are familiar with. Mm. Um, it's also responsible for what we call the you know urban renewal. Then, what's urban renewal? Um, you know, the city is always aging, and there's a need to renew it so that it continues to um, you know satisfy to to, to, mm. to you know to provide the necessary environment for people to thrive. And then the third is, um, you know, how to control buildings generally uh, in order to ensure that we don't have a building collapse on our hands. So, and so many other things. So, those functions were collapsed into what that one agency and it could only do uh, so much. So, um, the, the, so, the agency, as it were, was unbundled. So, now create three agencies. One, um, want to deal specifically with granting of uh, you know uh, approvals uh, approvals and that's very critical because uh, i mean uh, the law is that you cannot build whether for residential whether for commercial whether for industrial without getting uh, the permit and that is important because um, we need to control uh, what you want to do um, we need to uh, channel the direction of development so that I don't have lopsided development and I don't have incompatible development. Hmm. So that agency is saddled with that. And it's very also critical because um, if you are an investor or you want to build your house and then you've made your plans and it's taking forever to get the approval, first, uh, cost probably will escalate. Um, iron rod will go up, cement will go up as we are used to. And then actually, you actually have spent the money become frustrated so the project does not get done because of the time it took to get the permit so the intention um you know for creating separating that is to make sure that you can within a few days um get your permit immediately you submit your the necessary documents either to maybe three months four months five months mm-hmm. and you are there waiting but now uh, we have a program that we call 7714 that is to ensure that when you submit your proposal with all the required documents within seven days, we'll give you your, your permit so that you can immediately go and, and do your building. Okay. And now that does one that does a number of things. One, it ensures that people do not just go ahead to go and build illegally or build wrong buildings. It also ensures that uh, we can control what is being built and then we know where they are being built. It also makes, uh, makes it possible for us to know the direction of development uh, for the purpose of providing infrastructure, you know, and and so on, planning for refuse uh, management, uh, you know, a lot of facilities, you know, to get to those uh, communities. So that authority is doing that. And then we have the second one that I mentioned, um, you know, is uh, is called the uh, the first one is called the um, <laughs> State Fis- uh, Planning and Development Permit Authority. Okay. So the second one is called the Slum Regeneration Authority. I mean, Ogun State has a lot of uh, old settlements, towns. Most of us. Uh, that's that's for the renewal now. For the renewal, yeah, they okay. come from there. And the intention is to ensure that those communities do not go dead. You know, if you go some of them, you know, nothing. You know, roads are not there. You know, paved. There are no facilities. So the intention is to bring life back to them. By looking at them, seeing, look at, look at what they need. What, what are the things that they need to be, that needs to be put there, so that you know you can regenerate those places. And there are a lot of them is an enormous job. And so that authority was created to be, to do that. It's been going all over the place, identifying those places, so that we can intervene, you know, uh, uh, purposefully, mm. so that people living there could, you know. The third one is this. Uh, we call it Building Production, uh, you know, a Management Authority, Ogun State Building Production. Management authority. Now, that authority is uh, is saddled with the responsibility to ensure that you know uh, resilient, fit for purpose, safe uh, buildings are delivered. And what do they do? They ensure that at every stage of development, 
they are there to check what you are doing to check that what was approved for you is what you are so still that doing you don't cut corners in terms of a uh, material usage you don't use substandard materials and then you build as uh, approved now that does two things it, it ensures that the houses you build uh, that we build henceforth will be sound you know you don't have to build a house in three months then you look at it the, the, the plumbing is already leaking through the through the uh, walls because uh, of bad workmanship of uh, bad material usage uh, cutting corners and secondly you ensure that invariably we build houses that are that are sound that they are safe Mm. So the houses do not co- you know, collapse on people, and to do this, we have a body of uh, laws and regulations, you know, uh, that has that, that is unprecedented. Now, before we used to have one law and one regulation, and we have one law and six regulations to deal with these various aspects. They, are, they set out in very clear terms the procedures and processes, so everybody who is interested in any of those can actually get those documents and be familiar with them and know what is there, so that nobody will be telling you stories okay. or doing something from under the table. So. Um, those are some of the uh, initiatives that uh, we have done. We have also gone ahead, uh, you know, uh, to inter, you know, to to inter, you know, um, have a relationship with the Real Estate Developers Association. Um, if you listen to stations every day, including yours, you hear people saying, "Come and buy houses in mm. this place, in that place. Uh, come and pay seventy thousand instead of one hundred. Um, we'll give you cock, we'll give you cattle, we'll give you goat." You know, and incidentally, some of these things are more are like they are phantom. Um, and, and so we, we started intervening with Redan to ensure we control the real estate, you know, uh, development uh, area. Uh, a lot of times, uh, people just say those things and those lands are not there. People pay and you keep paying and then you, you don't get that land. And we think that is not, is not right because uh, people have uh, worked very hard. Uh, they, have, they have earned their money and they want to invest in houses for themselves. And then they get uh, swindled out of it. I want to make sure that Ogun State is not, it does not provide environment uh, for that. So we insist that any uh, private estate developer that is advertising land for sale in Ogun State has what we call layout permit. Okay. Now, what does a layout? Uh, what, what does it do? To ensure that in, in a particular area, every plot is identifiable. They have roads. You provide for schools. You provide for you know um, clinic places. Provide for open spaces. More often than not, if you look at our environment, you get there. You don't find schools in the place. You don't find hospitals. You don't find open spaces. You don't find the primary healthcare centers because everywhere you know is built up. So the intention is to ensure that we control that you know and ensure that people who are going to offer land for sale have government you know layout uh, permit before they can offer those lands for sale. Now, uh, apologies to Bolton, um, inc- uh, because incidentally, the, the issue of the um, real estate developers was al- always something I was hoping we could touch on, but uh, since you brought it up, uh, you, you talk about the layout approval that they should have. Uh, just like you mentioned, there are so many of them around these days, uh, promising a lot. And because of... Um, uh, some of the prices they quote, you'd understand that a lot of people are, are interested and in, you know patronizing them. Um, are, are there, are, how many of such have you um, picked up many of them who don't have these layout approvals that you talk about, for example? Oh, yes, you know, um, our approach is first to do a consultation, um, to seek them out and to have a conversation uh, with them. Um, we did invite uh, a number of them, we, we, we tracked them. Some of them from these uh, their radio announcements, mm. we are able to track them, and we invited them to a meeting, and we let them see that you can't uh, continue business as usual. Um, there are some of them, some, just very few of them have 
you know, uh, layout approvals. But not for all the estates that they, they advertise. They have one approval and they keep advertising uh, so many. So we engage with them and um, we give them some, some, some moratorium that within this time, uh, belt, you must come back with your you know, layout uh, proposals. We are, we are supposed to encourage business. That's what we do. We encourage people to do business because real estate business is good business. People must have land on which to build. People want to build. So it's good for people to invest. But what we are saying in Ogun State is that you must do everything within the ambit of the law. The law says that for you to, to you know, to any, any land that is more than one hectare, for you to cut it and begin to sell or to develop, you must obtain layout permit. And just to be, for us to be able to control the way the land, uh, you know, is used. So having said that, we now engaged Redan, which is the Real Estate Development Association of Nigeria, okay. you know, for them to be the umbrella, you know, it's very easy when people belong to a group to, you know, to get to them. Yeah, to get mm. to them and exercise control. And we're having conversations with them. It's been yielding results, but of course, you know, um, some people are, we just decide to want to do, to recalcitrant. Do what, yeah, to mm. and, but we are going to go after what, them. What, what, what does it mean for uh, an individual who patronizes such uh, um, um, lands without the layout permits uh, from the onset. You know, when people try to build on their own, they also come for their own approvals. Yes. Uh, will that, will the uh, absence of the layout approval from the onset affect their own activity too? No. For it, individuals? No, no, it doesn't because, um, you see, ordinarily, ordinarily before before a piece of land is, uh, is developed, you must obtain a permit. So if you are an individual and you come with your with your your survey, for instance, we check whether that survey is within an approved uh, you know layout. layout. If it's not within an approved layout for whatever reasons, we ask you to go and meet the person who sold the land to you to to bring the uh, copy of the of the of the layout of the layout so that we can look at where your plot is. But what happens is that if if things has gone on in the past. And uh, you, you cannot really, you know, uh, do that retroactively or retrospectively, you know, mm-hmm. to say we have to go back. So we still treat those ones that come and we look at that plot you want to develop within the environment that it's, it's, it wants to locate. Maybe it's within an existing town or just at the periphery of the town. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the town keeps growing and that is where those people who say they, they, they have land to say that's where they go to operate. I want to ensure that the whole story of, uh, you know, haphazard development of uh, you know illegal development is stopped that's why we say that you can't keep expanding i mean doing uh, you know uh, the same thing and expect to get the same result and that is why very many of those new areas where these people keep advertising those lands come from we insist that you must have a, a layout because the land they are trying to sell is not one plot two plus three plus mm-hmm. they have a large chunk of land which they have parceled into plots and they are selling to uh, to people. Now, l- l- let's move away from that uh, for a moment and um, uh, talk about uh, last year there were a lot that was said about people building on uh, waterways, uh, you know, just by riverbanks. And uh, we saw the havoc that was wreaked uh, by the heavy rains and all, uh, from flooding and, and, and a lot. Uh, now, we're, we're just, well, the rains are well, you could argue, coming back or they're going to be back very soon. Uh, what was the plan to ensure that we don't um, tell the same stories we told last year? Uh, what, what are there? Because I know there were a lot that was said about uh, uh, wanting people to leave those areas or forcing them to leave those areas. What, what has been the situation since last year uh, up until this moment and uh, moving forward to avoid uh, the same situation we had last year? Well, thank you, Wally. Um, 
since last year, um, a lot has been done. Um, you know, because what you need to do is to proceed from the point of information, uh, you know, data, you know, gathering for you to be able to make informed decisions. So aftermath of that uh, flooding, um, we went out and went to do what we called, uh, you know, um, monitoring uh, to identify uh, those buildings that mm. are within, uh, you know, that are were impacted by the flood. Um, standard as a standard for the distance you should be uh, to any any uh, river, any water body, they vary depending on whether it's uh, it's a docile river like a lake, mm. you know, that you know seldom rises up to a river uh, that is uh, that could be spontaneous during the uh, the rains or to a stream, you know, uh, like that. So we had different standards. So what we went to do after aftermath of um, the uh, those rains was to go and identify. Uh, the structures within uh, what we call the right of way okay. of uh, those streams, you know, and we and we categorize them. We went to serve notices, um, actually, you know, identify each of them. We uh, decide to look for information about them. Are they approved? You know, where, where they are. You know, a lot of detailed work, you know, you know, has been done uh, concerning this, and we're able to categorize them. Those who are really right, right inside, those that were, you know, some distance away, those that are still some distances away. But all of them within, you know, um, the the right of way, and so they they are impacted, you know, uh, you know, differentially. Those who are right within are more impacted. Those who are a little bit away, and those who are so. What we are trying to do is first not to embark on uh, just a wholesale removal of buildings uh, because that that would be costly, uh, both for government and, and for the people. And for the people. And uh, so for those who are heavily impacted, those who are really there, there's really nothing much you can do because if what you have built is uh, causing flooding and destroying other areas, then definitely uh, you have to, to give way. We, we have identified those ones. Those that are, you know, uh, to, to, to some extent, you know, uh, not too much impacted, we have given them, you know, an opportunity to, to relocate, uh, you know, to find some other places to go because it's about, you know, safety of life. And their property, because if every year you, you are you are being impacted and you still stay uh, keep remaining there, then you are at risk. One, the houses the houses will be getting weaker uh, yearly, and then it can collapse. So we have actually advised people like that to really uh, to really live. But you know, it's not an easy thing uh, to do. But what government has done so far is to do those detailing and to see you know um, the the levels of impact, and uh, you know those are going to go immediately. Those that we are going to ask give time to go over time. And then look for some ways of uh, you know minimizing the impact of the removal or of their movement uh, from that place. But I think the first thing that is the is the individual's responsibility to protect himself, you know, from harm. But government itself cannot just sit by while people put themselves in the harm's in way. That's why we have been saying since last year for people to relocate to to other places. And then um, we are we are really verified about that. We I mean, in the next few weeks or thereabout we're going to conclude that. And then you know, government will uh, bring uh, come out with its own uh, policies. What is going to do about them? But then it's very good at this time to again remind our people who are in those impacted areas to please begin to make preparations to leave at least for this season again. You know, uh, why you know the nurseries are being done. Many of them know know that they are really there. But you know, uh, where do you want to go and all what not? But government is is uh, you know magnanimous and is trying to look for ways of uh, minimizing those impacts. You know. 
on those uh, on those people. Now, um, it's interesting to point out that while, while you were you know talking about the issue of uh, people who have their uh, buildings along the waterways, you you mentioned that uh, there are some that you have to check whether they are approved. Yes. Now, um, one would say that you they probably should not have been approved all along, and uh, these are these are things that we've heard from i remember i was talking to an official from uh, the town planning office the other day and i was saying that uh we have situations where you see houses that are sealed or houses that are marked for demolition and the owners of this building argue that they actually got approvals for them and then you wonder how is it that they got approvals although i've also heard that uh, there are people who get approvals from third party individuals that are not necessarily the through the proper channel uh, what's the situation with that? Could you talk us through what the situation is and how do people, um, uh, how do they identify the appropriate um, channels of getting approvals for their buildings, whether residential, business, whatever the case may be? Well, well thank you. Um, the, the the situation is that um, uh, you find you may find in some very few instances when you have approval in those areas. But in some 90, 95% of the cases... You, we, we, were, were those approvals given uh, knowingly? Were they given because somebody was paid behind the back door? Or what exactly is it? No, you see, okay, let me let me tell you about... Okay, I mean, this, this is some geography now. There, there, you know, there is a progression in the development of a, a river valley, mm. uh, which is also impacted over, over time, you know. Uh, it could be some 20, 25 to 30 years ago when River Channel was, you know, properly defined, okay. you know. So the, the impact of the yearly, you know, uh, flooding was not much, okay. you know. And then uh, in, during those times, uh, so the, 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 the requirements were not as, uh, you know, expanded as so, they so are. So at that time, the approvals were yes, right some, to yes, have been given. Yes, okay. to have been given, some of them. Uh, but they are, they are very few because actually... Uh, just like you said, we went out to go and serve notices to ask people to come, you know, forward. And only very, very few people, not up to 10% of those that are impacted or actually have approvals. Some of them, too, that came, we discovered that uh, they were not approval granted by us because we have records of every approval that was granted. So, immediately we serve you notice and you bring your approval. We go into our records in that year that you say, you know, it, it was done. And we look through. If it's not there, then we didn't uh, uh, approve. Uh, approve it. Yes. That's, so uh, do so people just come up with approvals for themselves sometimes? Or is it possible someone gave it to them? You no, know, you know, you know, there are there are there are middlemen, there are there are also towels everywhere there who mm. pretend that you know they have access that they can do it and for are people there, for people who are not uh, really wary educated educated mm. they, they can really. But, but are, there, are there middlemen uh, working with the ministry, for example? No. We don't work with middlemen, but we work with uh, professionals. For okay. instance, you as as a broadcaster probably really don't know much about the process. So you get across to maybe an, an architect or a town planner or an engineer that you want to build your house, and then the process starts from that. So you entrust that responsibility to that person. You engage that person as a professional, you know, to do it. But professionals really will not get involved in that kind of uh, shady mm-hmm. thing because mm-hmm. he knows that he's... Um, uh, professionalism is uh, registration is, is is on the line, but a lot of people that pretend that to be professionals. If you go to some building site, they say, "Who are you?" you say, "I'm an engineer." Mm. By the time you ask, you find that he's a trader uh, who has been you know doing putting blocks together and uh, an engineer. That's a former. Uh, uh-huh. Former. So a lot of people patronize them and they think they are they are engineers because they have been in this business for long. A lot of people uh, that, that they are the first point of call. 
But what we are saying is that anytime uh, you know we're addressing our people that consult with an engineer, I mean, or with it, with a, with an architect, you know, if you want to start to design, after the architect consult with an engineer, consult with a town planner or a builder, they will put you right. In fact, our laws now specify that uh, it is this category of people that should be the, the ones to design those plans because there's professionalism in those in those uh, designs. Mm. Now, to your other question, how do people get, you know, um, their plan uh, approved? In Ogun State, we have 22 zonal town planning offices, and we are going to about 25. We are, we are trying to expand because of the rate of development, you know, so that we can cover, you know, uh, the field. Uh, there's nowhere in Ogun State that does not fall, there's no piece of line in Ogun State that does not fall under, under one, one okay. uh, uh, you know, zonal town planning office. So just walk in there, and, uh, you know, tell the officer that, that you, you know, you have a survey, of course, that you want to do your plan. And they will direct you, they will give you what you need to do, and they can go ahead and sort, you know, uh, uh, those things uh, out. You can always work into government office. But I think some people just uh, have this phobia for, you know, for government offices, you know, and so they fall into the hands of uh, some of these uh, pretenders, uh, you know, who, who say they are consultants and they do it. But I want to assure our people in Ogun State that we have uh, retooled our operations, walk into any zonal temporary offices or at the headquarters at Okelewo, Nabekuta, and you get all the information you need so that you can be properly guided before you start committing your money, uh, mm. even from buying land, uh, from buying land uh, to, to building, so that you don't fall foul of the law. All right, I've been speaking with the Honorable Commissioner for Physical Planning and Urban Development, uh, TPL Tunjil Jilamu. We'll take a very quick pause. Uh, there's some more questions uh, that I'm sure it will be answering when we return from this break. Remember, at Fresh FM, Abelkuta on Twitter is where you drop your contributions. We're live on Facebook. Uh, do drop your questions as well. I see the phone lines buzzing. Don't worry. We'll talk to you about phone lines at some point this morning. Please don't go anywhere. Ina baguri le ima feju tutoni bubuenyo kundo bankaje tele sheke magbena guriota ima faile kasi jamu kusiga sibiki bite batiri kasi ripe panare kufifi magbaki tapi fini lori ni lepo ati bubutani tafefe kasi ima kana lubo esima dana sule ni biki bito tileja jora aniri jambo kuipo chupato bashele ejaji na sibeke te te kasi deko mima fina phone ori posi nu generator eri daju pano office ati nu le ni bate batini lori ati tamba manalo ija fara lewo lati ma filaita kandu Ishana Saroto Makeki, Anisho Femi, Bella Nisho Fudukia, and Nibaleti Kobo, Denishelen Jabana, Itanaji, while at the fresh one of seven port nine FM, Abiokuta. Thank you for staying with us as platform this Monday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. I've been speaking with the Honorable Commissioner for Physical Planning and Urban Development here in Ogo State, TPL Tinjo Dulami. And uh, there's been a lot we've been talking about. Uh, just before we went on that break, we were talking about building approvals. And um, he uh, pointed out that um, people could actually walk into any of the zonal town planning offices or the headquarters in Okilu and you know, get their approvals and uh, get uh, their questions answered. I was uh, going to ask very quickly, is there, is there, a, is there an avenue to verify? Uh, because for some people, I know we spoke about professionals uh, who help and uh, who normally should not be found, you know, doing things onwards. But uh, is, there, is there an avenue for people, individuals, to verify the, um, the authenticity of the documents that they have with them? Oh, oh well, yes. Um, um let, let's start from the professionals we, we talk about so that you don't fall into the hand of pretenders. I mean, mm. If somebody has been uh, talking to you, 
concerning helping you to do. You can just walk into our office and say and tell us, you know, um, Wale X Y Z. He says so, so and so. I want to give my work to him. Can I give to him? We will look at our. We have a register of. Um, of those individuals, yes, mm. those registers are not compiled by by us. They were given to us by their professional bodies uh, that registered them as professionals. So we check, and the same thing goes for the drawings. Every drawing that uh, every plan, every plan now that will be that will be submitted for approval must have the uh, the stamp and seal of relevant professionals. The architect that designed it must put his stamp and his seal. The engineer that designed the structures must put his stamp and seal. The tamperer that did the report, somebody must put his stamp and seal. So immediately we see those drawings, we bring to their office, to our offices. We will check from our records whether they are there. Immediately they are not there, we tell you this person uh, is not um, uh, recognized. Mm. Then for their for the other documents, the other documents are personal documents really, and these are probably your your survey. I mean, which you probably will have done by by yourself. Your Title uh, documents like you know the the paper you know for your line either is um, your purchase receipt um, if it's in a free land area or C of O or consent that, those documents they are your personal documents all we do is that like, when you bring those documents to, for us uh, through our very office offices we can verify whether they are whether they are genuine or, or not uh, you know through the normal uh, government government channels. Now, um, you you'd be the, the, there's still a number of buildings uh, that you you earlier you spoke about the um, the uh, physical the layout of the state and you spoke about how sometimes you see certain things and you wonder how those structures found their way to those places uh, and they point out to us that there are a lot of buildings out there without approvals and it's it's interesting how many there are actually. And it brings us to the question of um, enforcement and monitoring, first of. Uh, What's the effort like as far as monitoring is concerned? Because I know, yes, there are officers um, who have this task, who who it is their task to monitor. But how easy is it for them to get their job done, for example? Well, it's not not an easy thing to do. Um, uh, Obuset is quite big. Uh, from Mekwafon to Jebu Waterside to, you know, um, Olodo, the way to mm. Ibadan, down to Mowe, you know. It's a huge, it's a huge, it's a huge place. So, um, it's really a challenge, you know, to monitor, but we try our best. Um, our officers go out on a, on a daily basis to go and, you know, uh, see those developments, or go and monitor them. But you see, I think what is more important for our people is what you call self-regulation. Um, that's why we've been back on a number of initiatives coming to the radio station to speak, uh, making an announcement that uh, people should come you know, for approval because it is better for them because invariably, uh, those illegal developments will be found out. Um, I mean, if you have built your house 20, 30 years down the line, it won't disappear. It will be there. So you can always visit the illegality that you have, uh, you have committed and it could be more expensive as at that time. So it's been a, a challenge, but we try. And it's because of that that we're trying to deploy uh, technologies now uh, to assist us in uh, doing our monitoring. Okay. Uh, nowadays, we sit down at our tables and we look at our satellite imagery. And immediately we see something that is, was not there yesterday, there. So we just go straight to the uh, to the place. So uh, deployment of technology has made the thing uh, easier. But about, uh, about, sorry to button. How about logistics for, uh, you know, your officers, uh, well, uh, well, of course, um, uh, the government cannot employ all the people that it, that it requires. I mean, uh, no organization can. Uh, you are talking about uh, huge uh, 
salary bill and whatever. That's mm. why I'm telling you about uh, deployment of technology. technology. Mm. Yes, but our officers are really up and doing. It. They are all over the place. You know, uh, there are some areas that when you when you say there are a lot of illegal, illegal developments, we know that they are there. But you see, you need to come out with uh, you know a process of trying to uh, you know monitor them and control them. And it has to do with so many things. The issue of approval, the issue of uh, the access to the land, uh, who, who, uh, where they got the land from. Some of, many of them are inside government's acquisition. Ostensibly, they said somebody has sold the land uh, to them and they just, just start building. Some of them will tell you it's a Manila that was driving us mm. and then they went to build. And you know, that's why we keep you know this advocacy that, look, do not do that. Because if you do that, you are putting yourself under the penalty of the law. Because if everybody will get there and we discover you will not only pay the assessment fee, you will pay penal, uh, penal fees. And uh, to be bad that maybe if what you have built is not even approvable, then we'll ask you to go and, uh, you know, um, either remove the building itself or, modi- or modify it. But we are trying and the technology is what we are relying upon now uh, to be able to do it. Also, we also rely on um, uh, whistleblowing. Uh, we tell yeah. people that you know if you are your neighbor who is somebody just suddenly building overnight and it doesn't seem and they are just rushing it night and day uh, it will be in our collective interest if you let us uh, know I mean we can treat those things in confidence you can phone me you can phone any of the officers and say look in my area um, you know something so that we can help it's because you may actually be the victim if something happens mm-hmm. you know in that kind of a, a, a place we also appeal to our people again to please uh, come to offices and before they build because invariably you'll be hearing government uh, has not given us road government has not given us light government that didn't put you where you went in the first instance and then you are saying come and give us a road <laughs> so that right from the beginning we will know that developments is going to, to that place and the government can make its own plans to provide the infrastructure uh, you know uh, in, in, in those in those areas we are going forward and we are not we are not relenting just like uh, yesterday uh, no, it was Friday. As part of this initiative to be, to be more on the ground, um, the governor, you know, magnanimously granted us, you know, um, some twenty something, uh, you know, monitoring vehicles okay. uh, for, so for us to be able to go into the nooks and crannies so that we become more uh, more mobile. You're talking about logistics, exactly. you know, so exactly. that we can be yeah. on the ground uh, more. Mm. Furthermore, we are also also uh, trying to leverage on the existence of. Uh, an NGO that is within the environment, they are, they, cons- they, they, they are made up of architects, engineers, builders, SS surveyors, and valuers. We are, we are already speaking with them to, so that we can, we can work together with them, you know, because they are the ones that are actually in those communities. And we are partnering with them for, for them to be, uh, to be with us so that we can also together be able to monitor, you know, those buildings that are being built uh, every day. Now, I, I caught up with an announcement from your ministry some, uh, I, th- I think it's still ongoing now, talking about uh, encroachment of um, right-of-ways and, uh, you know, on the highways, the standard roads and all. I, I know there was a deadline given to those individuals, traders especially, I think, uh, at the end of this month. Uh, what, what's the situation with that? Well, um, the, the, that announcement uh, was supposed to do two things. One, I'm supposed to ensure that people do not uh, trade or carry on business where they shouldn't be. Um, the right of ways are not, we are, they're not meant for trading. Mm. Secondly, it's also to ensure, uh, you know, to a large extent, uh, safety of life. Uh, you see people trading on the side of the road and a vehicle just uh, fails brake and just, you know, goes into the It has happened uh, regularly. And um, thirdly, is the fact that um, 
most times you find that they are eyesores. Okay, let's give an example. You are coming from Lagos, left, right, and center. Everybody just, you know, doing his own. It, it, major, major roads are supposed to be areas of uh, beauty. You are going to any, any, any time you are entering, it should usher you into, you know, uh, you know, to give that you, environment. Yes, an environment. But you go there and see somebody, you know, selling on the road, selling cars, selling tractors, somebody. Yeah, the trucks as uh, well. Truck, uh, mm. Packing drums and all whatnot. And then, the, then you have waste. The road environment, immediately you are, you know, getting in contact with it becomes distressful even before you enter. And so that is the intention. We want to ensure that we sanitize those environments. People don't just trade because those areas are areas of no trading. They are areas reserved for infrastructure like uh, like uh, your gas pipeline, mm. your optic fibers, you know, water pipeline and all whatnot. So you are not supposed to trade on there, including even um, uh, under high tension lines, which are even uh, more dangerous. So we, we, we made that an announcement. We have done it not once. That would probably be it's a continuous one. Mm. Now the deadline uh, you know uh, uh, ends. You know, like I told you, we have this approach, uh, consultation, then consolidation, like they say in uh, you know with students, you know, mm. this, and then mm. you now have confrontation. We want to make sure that people comply, you know, uh, voluntarily. Because uh, after the expiration, we will not make any further announcements. We we'll just wake up one day and we we'll just to enforce to that. enforce it. So we want to want people to to adhere to that uh, you know directive to that advice and uh, move away from the right of ways of uh, our highways. Uh, they should not uh, you know uh, you know uh, dirty the place. And we are also telling people who own properties fronting those roads. Um, they first and foremost own the responsibility to ensure that people do not use. That frontage to do, you know, uh, you know, dirty things. You know, um, you have this property, you are fronting that road, and people are doing a lot of things. It is your responsibility, first and foremost, to ensure that people do not do that because we are going to hold you responsible for not, you know, keeping that place, that place clean, and that place and clean. Yes. Well, um, you, um, uh, because of our time, let's just uh, go ahead and get some uh, comments and thoughts from you listening to us. Uh, that we could go on and on. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, the numbers to call this morning are zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine. 0815-432-1079 or you can as well call 0818-111-1079 0818-111-1079 those are the numbers to call uh, you can as well drop your comments across uh, the social media platforms we'll be glad to hear from you uh, I see a couple of the calls coming in and dropping well do try uh, I'm sure we will uh, be glad to uh, take as uh, many questions and contributions as we can. Uh, Honorable Commission, I should ask, um, I, there were, uh, I, I can't remember, we were talking about some, someone mentioned some demolition exercise going on uh, in some parts of the uh, state. Uh, I don't know whether those are part of uh, unapproved buildings or there are some plans going on in those areas. I know there were some demolitions done around the Lishan, some in Songo, I particularly saw Songo. Uh, are those part of unapproved buildings or what, what exactly is going on in those places? Sorry, just before you do that. Hello, good morning to you. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm calling from Abantu Commissariat. All right, good morning. Yeah, I just want to ask uh, our commissioner some questions about this or uh, what they call themselves estate uh, uh, in, the, in the city selling land up and down All right, quickly. because we have moved we have moved with some some of them some of them are four and nine some of them are four stars I don't know the way they are going to do about it because there are so many of them in the town in Abbey Society where is this in the 
training lands up and down that have never for that never. Here, my friends are very good with some of two big giant state uh, companies. I don't know if gradually better than but we were hooked for more than three years. Yeah, so, all right, thank you. I'm, I'm sure your question is how to ensure that they yeah, are no, not fraudsters. Maybe they're going to set, a, set up a task force or maybe they're going to set up a committee to be to be monitoring these, all these people. All right. They so just come, they come out one way or the other. They are selling lands anyhow. They are swatting. All right, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, we get your point already. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, do try again. 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. Apologies. Uh, we were going to talk about some of the demolitions going on. I mentioned I did see some in Songo. Someone mentioned deletion to me as well. Uh, you could, of course, take that on alongside uh, what was raised by the earlier call. I'm sure we spoke about we, we spoke about this earlier, but you can as well uh, pass your con- comments as to his question as well. Well, let me start. Uh, Wally, thank you. Let me start with his uh, question. Thank you, uh, that caller. Although um, I can't, I couldn't really hear you. Ayo, Ayo. you? Ayo. Yes. Uh, thank you for calling. Well, I that issue was addressed earlier uh, during this uh, uh, conversation, and um, we're trying our, our very best to ensure that we control them. There is a law uh, in place now that will begin, you know, to 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 inf- uh, to implement. That law mm-hmm. has a uh, tightened the law that used to be to ensure that we we hold people to account. Again, we want to advise our people, um, when you hear all these things, uh, all these radio stations, every day people are bombarded, come and buy land for 45, so, so on. So in a lot of, uh, you know, uh, high pitches, high pitch sales, we want to advise them to please come to... The first thing you do, even if you want to talk to them, ask them to show you a copy of the government-approved layout for that land that they want to sell to you first. Ask them for that layout. If you cannot produce the layout, you can come to any of our offices and come and ask for information. Just mention the area and we'll look in our records. If it's not that, we'll tell you that those people selling land do not have government layout. And, and well, the, the thing is that if you buy land in such areas, government will not give you approval. And, and he appears, so, sorry to bother, he appears maybe even we have a role to play at this time as well because uh, I remember the some some months ago in a conversation with the uh, NBC DG was in Abelkota and uh, we're talking about the issue of these um, real estate developers and uh, maybe we might even radio stations, television stations might begin to ask for layout approvals exactly. before going ahead to run advertisements. Exactly. Maybe that's something exactly. that could be done. Somebody comes and says, well, please, do you have government's uh, approval? Mm. You know, because, because let me give you heads up. The radio stations may also fall foul of the law that is uh, that is already done. Mm. That we say that, and you are helping to propagate, uh, you know, advance fee fraud. fraud you mm. know, by helping them, you know, to you know, for, by not cross-checking what they have come to give to you, and you are, you know, putting them on the air. So, I want to appeal to all our radio stations. Yes, it's good, it's good business, but we ensure that you helping government to 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 see that people are not defrauded of their hand and as by insisting. This land you have in this place, where is the layout? No yeah. layout, please. Um, just, but, but that will be a business decision. All right, just before we go. Hello, good morning. Please turn on the volume on that radio. Good morning. Yes, good, morning. good morning. My name is Ola. Ola, you're um, calling from where? I'm calling from Quarry, Quarry. All right, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. See, we know when you buy a land, most of us that are probably a bit um, aware of some strategies that have to do with land that when you buy a land and you want to build, you need to be certain meters. 
Because government might say, okay, today we need to extend a bit. But if you are probably uh, uh, put those meters up already for, okay, this is for government. In case there is any construction, in case there is any adjustment, it won't affect your building. But by the time you see someone buying a land, even the land that belongs to someone else is already taking and crushing into that land. How do we do that? And you tell someone to please stay away from the road, don't sell on the road, and the person goes today, comes back tomorrow. You can see, the problem is lack of education. We need to sensitize, we need to educate our people more. Mm. That's what we are saying, it's not for us, it's for your own good. All right. We all want our, our state to be like that of a beautiful state in, uh, in, in Europe, in America. Government alone cannot do this. All right. We all need to put our hands together to get it done. All right. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for your contribution. Zero eight one five four three two ten seven to nine. Zero eight one eight one 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 ten seven to nine. We still have about six minutes. Hopefully, we can squeeze in one or two more. Uh, you were going to talk about the, um, yeah, the, the, the demolitions. Yes, yes. Yes. Well, um, some of them um, uh, have, they have to do with uh, our enforcement. And people building without uh, you know approval. Yes, we have done quite uh, you know a number of them to let them know as we have been talking about enforcement, that we are serious about this uh, this business. But the one you're talking about uh, at uh, Ota or, you know, um, Elysian, they are part of, they are uh, the, the precursor to the uh, infrastructure renewal oh, okay. that, you know, our governor is pursuing in, in Ogun State. Uh, those roads have been upgraded. They have been expanded. And in doing that, you know, uh, definitely some structures are well affected. Many of these structures were built uh, within the road right of way. Those right of way, the right of ways of those roads have been existed since uh, the time of the western, western region, western state. You no know, people believe that ah, this land is there. Government is no longer going to use it. A lot of people have actually encroached into into those those land. So those demolitions you are seeing, they are they are, they are part of uh, ongoing uh, provision of infrastructure all over the state. In the three senatorial districts, simultaneously, road projects are going on being done by this administration because the government just uh, you know we believe in this government that infrastructure is key to our economic uh, development social economic anything and you see m- most of these roads that pave uh, that, that play very important economic roles have been neglected for so long mm. that have made people's life uh, very difficult so they have been that so that's what this government is doing now massive uh, road construction all over uh, we in Lishan, uh, Georgiou, you know, there is uh, Denro in, uh, you know, Ishasi, there's, you know, another one but all over the place. Uh, roads have been constructed on a daily on a daily basis. One of them is the Yabo Day Road has been dualized, you know, uh, you know, ongoing right now. There's a Bayerin Jogon line in Shagamu, a number of road progress, and of course, from uh, Shagamu to uh, Abekuta now, uh, part of the uh, infrastructure renewal that uh, the government of Dapua Biodun uh, is pursuing uh, in Ogun State. Now, um, just before I let you go, because um, we have about two minutes, um, we spoke earlier uh, about, uh, while we were talking about uh, people getting uh, you know, approvals that were not authentic, uh, we and uh, you spoke about how uh, there's, there's there's some phobia for government offices and why some people don't come into government offices. Um, over time, there's also been talks raised about 
sharp practices by some officials. Um, is that is that something you've come across since you, uh, uh, you know, became in charge at the Arms of Affairs of the Ministry? Uh, what what are the mechanisms within being put in place to ensure that that is not uh, something that is rife amongst officials? Um, well, I can tell you honestly that uh, that has not been the case okay. uh, since I took uh, you know uh, over. Uh, I came into office as the commissioner for physical planning, and that is the truth. Because I uh, I suffer such things, uh, you know. I don't suffer such things. Uh, I have zero tolerance for such uh, practices. Of course, in any organization, I have one or two uh, cases like that. But um, uh, my reputation preceded me. Uh, people know that I will not stand for that. And since uh, I've been here, you know, some people I've even written petitions, you know, making some, uh, you know, extravagant claims. And we investigated those petitions and discovered that they were they were, you know, born out unfounded. of uh, yes, unfounded. You know, um, we have dealt we have dealt with that, and we encourage people who probably in one way or the other, uh, you know, uh, believe that they have been, uh, you know, there have been child practices concerning their approval process. They should just come straight to my office. My office is open. They just come straight and come and report to me. They can write petitions you know, anonymously if they don't want to show their faces. Um, we will investigate. And anybody that is found uh, you know, culpable will be dealt with by the, uh, uh, within the extant uh, civil service uh, rules. But I can assure you that in our ministry and all the authorities that have been created, there is a very high sense of responsibility of the need to do you know, uh, you know, what, is, uh, what is good to be above board you know, and to and to be honest in all our doings, we are there to serve the people of Ogun State, and that is the mantra that we are pursuing. The, does the Ministry of Physical Planning and Urban Development have, um, say, uh, a telephone line for public use, or and have any for people to just get through to the ministry easily, not, or do they have to walk in through into the ministry? Too? Well, the telephone lines not now, but really? in the next few weeks we are we are deploying, um, you know, um, God willing, our website. Okay. On our website, you're going to have all the information you need. Actually, before you even buy land or do, you can do anything, you can go to that website and get all the information you need. You're going to find telephone numbers of officers there. You're going to find email addresses there. You're going to find quite a number of, uh, you know, uh, you know um, information that you need that will help right. you in... in, in That's in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks, yes. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, the Honorable Commissioner of Physical Planning and Urban Development, thank you for joining us this morning. It's been great talking to you this morning on the program. Wally, thank you very much for having me. And, uh, you know, uh, I want to ask our people to continue to support this government. Uh, this government means well for the people. It is government of the people. And our governor is determined to deliver the dividends of democracy to the good people of Ogun State. Thank you very much and good morning. Good morning to you. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. I should say a big thank you to a couple of um, individuals that came with the Honorable Commissioner, uh, Mr. Shagun Adibeshi. Thank you very much. Uh, Madam Tosin Kolito. I like the name. <laughs> thank you very much as well. Uh, the other gentleman, I'm not sure I have his name, but thank you very much as well, sir. Uh, for, sir? Yes. I like the name. The name is it's nice. Anyway, that's the program this morning. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. The platform returns Wednesday.